Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader, kind of sitting in for <laughs> Catherine will be here. for everybody. Yeah, and Ellie Nick, Alex Rampernard Rasmussen, Andy Rampernard. We are going to take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with some of the latest news that I pulled up. So we'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. We are back here with the family. Um, yeah, we kind of <laughs> we're missing two people, the key people yeah. in the family, right? Where is yeah. Dad? He's at a doctor's appointment. Oh yeah, that's right. And then Just Catherine's cause. running late. Who knows what she's doing? 
Well, I was pulling some news this morning because I was like, I'm trying to stay away from all the political fodder that's out there because, you know, you have the impeachment hearings. Though... It's pretty hilarious stuff, though. Well, yeah, especially when you have a representative farting on air. It's pretty entertaining, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I can't... I can't, I can't deal with it because I, I don't even know what he's being impeached for nothing i know that's the thing it's like what if you, <laughs> zero i know and it, it's i i just don't get it it's, it's just like, the gary schiff show i know it, well, well i mean they have no basis to oh, i think gary shift wanted his own show <laughs> well maybe that's what it is because yeah. it's just like i think they just like to hear themselves talk but it literally something. is like the gary shift reality show like he wanted his own reality show yeah <laughs> I haven't watched a lick of it. What? Oh, it's ridiculous. He just instantly, not recognized, he starts banging his gavel, not recognized. Are they just, like, throwing stuff know. out there to see what sticks? Yeah. Is that what they're absolutely, doing? Absolutely. Oh, okay, because, I, I, like I said, I... And I so did. far, every single witness is like, nope, that never never been, wasn't there, nope, didn't <laughs> talk to him, nope, wasn't on the call. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that didn't happen. Even people on the far left are like, this is just... It's such, but it's such a waste of taxpayers' money. It's millions. People don't understand oh, this know. is costing millions. Yeah, of course it is. And meanwhile, they're doing this every single day. What has Congress done for at, at all in the last three years? Name one thing they've passed. I know. I. So we're paying them all for doing nothing. I know. It's sad. I. I really wish we could just like, you know, can the whole. Uh, Capitol Hill and just start over because it just seems like they're not getting anything done and they they're kind of doing this you know look at this hand so you don't see what this hand's doing and now they yeah. have this impeachment hearing that has no basis wasting taxpayers dollars and all, time I think they're all scared to death that some that, that they're that the other side's going and they're digging in the right direction, the right area. Like the bones are down there mm -hmm. and they're going to start finding them like the Biden thing. Yeah. Like, who walks away with a billion dollars and meet with somebody in China? I mean, <laughs> come on! I how do you do that? I don't know. And how do you not go to jail for that? A billion! A billion it's dollars! because he's a politician, that's why. Yeah, you're yeah. just a politician's son. Yeah. But a billion dollars? Ugh. It's a, it's a I lot know. of dollars. It's a lot of dollars. It's so corrupt and it's so gross that I just I can't stomach to watch it anymore. And now now to see who else got paid from those energy companies. Mm -hmm. The list goes on for it's all democratic politicians, sons. Oh, I know. Who worked for these electrical companies. How, how could, they all have electrical degrees? Yeah, you should tell you. Energy degrees? I know we're in the wrong business. We should become lobbyists. Uh, I can tell you that cuz we'd make Tons of money. <clears throat> That's Jacob Fryer, our mayor's wife's lobbyist. Yeah. Well, here, I <laughs> I saw this headline, and this is one of those headlines where you have to do a double take. You're like, no, wait, what? Um, <laughs> That's a lot of those lately. Well, they're coming out. They, they did a biopic of Harriet Tubman, which is fantastic. And I guess this movie has been in the works for over 25 years. They've been trying to get this done. And... Um, I was reading this article. Can you guess, like back in 1994, um, I guess one of the, the screenwriters brought it to a company and an executive producer suggested a certain actress to play Harriet Tubman. Can you guess who it is? Wow, I'd be tough. You'll never guess. I'm Renee sure Zellweger. Nope. Close. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it's in that kind of vein, yeah. To play Harriet Tubman. It was Julia Roberts. 
my Harriet Tubman? See, yes. But Joey Roberts can morph into sense. other things. I've seen her morph. Well, there's, she can't morph into a different race. No, but <laughs> she can morph. Well, they, they change races all the time now. That I, doesn't matter. Well, that's true. The but, race doesn't matter any, anymore. I don't know. They put black people in white people's roles and white people in black people's roles. See, I don't agree with that on either side. I don't either. The, yeah, they cast black people in white roles a lot. Well, they're trying, to, they're trying with, to erase history. But I wouldn't agree with having a white person play Harriet Tubman. That doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any sense. I know, because she's like a... I mean, she's like the whitest. Are they going to put her in blackface? I know. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, well, it's like, what, why would you pick Julia Roberts? You're just going to have her in the shadows someone, the whole time so you can't see her skin? Someone who has red hair and well, is change, pasty white to play a prominent... Uh, black you know historical figure like yeah i have the who is the source um well it's all it's been i there are so many sources oh one of the studio execs said it apparently yeah he suggested julia roberts to play the slave turned um i can't say this word words are hard today for me um well to play harriet tubman and um, doesn't make any sense i know it says i was told how one studio head said in a meeting this script is fantastic let's get julie roberts to play harriet tubman alan explained when someone pointed out that roberts couldn't be harriet the executive responded it was so long ago no one will know the difference (laughs) (laughs) what the hell uh, like there was white slaves uh there were white slaves and i just harriet tubman was not one of them so there was white slaves yeah Oh yeah, Irish. Irish. Yeah. Well, well I they mean, there were indi- there were white people in like the actual slave trade too, just not that many of them. Yeah, a lot of times. No, it was the, Asian. Well, yeah, there was Asian slaves because well, there was every kind of slave really. A lot of them built. You know, they're the responsible railroads. for building the railroad. Yeah, the railroads. All and um, and a lot of the freed slaves from the Civil War also worked on the railroad as well. Uh, but um, I just love how they have a side-by-side of Julia Roberts and Harry Tubman. There's these, no this, resemblance. And they wonder why the movie industry is at the bottom of the barrel right now. They're making the least amount of money they've ever made. I yeah. Know. Well, unless they're Marvel. Well, yeah. yeah. It's different. Well, the, they're the only people who make money anymore because they just pump out movie after movie yeah, and everyone goes for kids. to see it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I just that is so bizarre that uh, they would... That he would say that. Nobody would remember. I know, and it's like I mean. I would bet you, Joy Roberts would say, "I'm not, I'm not doing that." Oh well, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. You would hold. Be career suicide. She seems pretty level-headed. You like, would she think, would know okay, that would be ridiculous. Because this happened like in ni- in the early '90s. Who one of the biggest uh, black female actresses at that time was Angela Bassett. She yeah, was Angela in, Bassett was awesome. She and she doesn't age. She doesn't age. Oh Actually, my you gosh. know what? She does now. I just saw her, and I was surprised. She looked. She looked older. Oh, because she's been. She was in. She's in that new TV series. Um, I want to say it's called like Nine One One or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen her. In it. Yeah. yeah, she looks great yeah. in that. Black but don't crack. But I can see. I can okay. picture. I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can picture her being like Harriet Tubman. I mean, she yeah. played Malcolm X's wife and yeah. um, with Denzel Washington. Yeah. I mean, she was huge in the 90s yeah she might be a little too good looking to play her though yeah well i don't uh, i just i that's such a bizarre choice to say, get julia roberts to play harriet tubman well, okay. you know it's funny is the woman that is playing harriet tubman people are upset about mm-hmm. because she's not african-american she's british black so oh. <laughs> so she's not descended from the same people who were slaves in america so she can't be 
Harriet Tubman. They're really giving her crap because she's British? Oh, my gosh. So she's kind of like... You can't make Twitter happy. It's impossible. The wrong type of You could resurrect Harriet Tubman and have her (laughs) play herself, (laughs) and they'd be unhappy about it. There's a lot of racism within the black community of of your blackness. That's very true. Like Mm -hmm. skin color and where you came from. One of the few times I've actually heard someone use the N-word, like, in real life, just on the street, it was... uh, an African immigrant talking to an African American. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah very they don't weird. like each other. No, mm-hmm. I have a I have a very close friend, a girl who's b- very dark skinned and she said I've never experienced as much racism I, than I have from my own race mm-hmm. because of how dark I am. <clears throat> yeah, like they. You can't be too dark. You can't be too light. Same yeah. goes for pretty much every race. Well, it's kind of like that with the Irish. You're Irish, but you're the wrong kind yep. of Irish. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it happens. Or it's like even in Ireland, it's like anti-redhead yeah. sentiment exists. It's like <laughs> you're the second most redheaded people in the world. Us Italians yeah. don't, don't have that issue. Oh, no? You're Italian. You're Italian. Well, <laughs> you're like Sicilians. Yeah, what about the mob? Uh, they won't they, let you in if you're Northern Italian. That's true, but it's not. you're not prejudiced. You know, Cosa you Nostra. You don't experience prejudice against for it, though. No, not no, really. That's no. good. You can't. You can't be a made man. No, yeah. but but you can still be involved. Yeah, you can be a well. It's not a made man. It's the step below that. Yeah, I forget what. But it's you called, can though. you can be in the mob, but you just can't be yeah. a made man. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. I just I. I wonder how they proved that back before. Like, do they have you take a DNA test now? Uh, you got to be at least seventy five percent Sicilian. Even, it doesn't. It's not the same anymore. What's your well, ancestry.com no, sure. say? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it does. It still exists, but it's not. Like it's not it anything like no, it used nothing. to be. I know. I almost for feel like you worse. have. You have to walk around with a printout of your genealogy. You know, I can pull it up. I've I'll tell you what, phone, though. So. I was just in the Italian market in South Philly on 9th Street, and it's still the way it was. They still got live pigs that they slaughter right in front of you, chickens that they cut their heads off right in front of you. Can't get fresher than that. Like, they're still, it's still real old Italian. There's still all the cheese shops and meat shops, and it's pretty cool. Well, this, this, because uh, Friday, the Mr. Rogers movies coming out right yeah i'm so excited oh. for it me too um tom hanks is like my absolute favorite Wait. actor he was one of my so favorites till he opened his mouth about politics you see a double feature <laughs> well mr rogers and frozen too that'd be sweet <laughs> i'd um, love that well can you guess who he's related to mr rogers, mr. rogers. Yep. the actor or mr rogers mr. mr rogers he found out he's actually related to mr rogers tom hanks is playing mr rogers oh he is yeah Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. And he's supposed to be his sixth cousin. But some people are saying it's fake. Well, I mean, even if he is sixth cousin. Yeah, who cares? Aren't I, we all, aren't we all name, sixth cousins? Yeah, for mm-hmm. real. <laughs> I probably literally have about 20,000 sixth cousins. But yeah, some people are know. saying it's made up by the studio, but who knows? It could be. I but, don't know. I, I could see him being related. <laughs> you know, he is kind of like our modern-day Mr. Rogers. He's just... I, Politically, I don't agree with him every on everything, but well, I just didn't like how adamant he and cocky he was about things he said. Yeah, but everybody is. Yeah. You know, when they have um, their own opinion, they're going to be cocky about especially it. Especially if you are in Hollywood for long enough, you, you know, start lots, to think you're God. There's lots of video of Mr. Rogers giving people the finger and stuff. <laughs> I know, I've seen <laughs> it. There is on set. Everyone a smile that. too. He, he wasn't that like that, that much of a you know angel. 
Oh, that's so funny. I know. I, I saw a video, and he was just kind of sitting there, and he was, like, on set. And he's just, like, flipping people off, yeah. and he's smiling, and he's doing it as a joke. Sometimes and it's fun to break character. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he was, he, I don't know. I'm interested in seeing this story, because I don't know Mr. Rogers' story. I used to watch him every day as a kid. I mean, yeah. You should watch a documentary. I heard. I haven't seen it yet, but I it's heard it's really. It is really good. Is I've it? seen it. Yes. What, what's it, is it called again? Because there's been so many documentaries. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, I think so. That's what yeah. the movie's called. No, that's this one is called Beautiful, Beautiful Day, Day in the, in the Neighborhood. neighborhood. Oh, dude, that's yeah. the other one is right. Won't You right. Be that's My right. Neighbor. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they're both the same. Yeah, they're both parts yeah. of the same song. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, he was a strong advocate for public television and yeah, supporting it, it and Paid stuff his bills yeah true but i but i had a genuine feel that he was really wanted to be involved in children's education and yeah, he seemed like a genuine nice person yeah because i i mean i i can still i mean it's like a like it happened yesterday i would sit in front of the tv it would be my nap time and then i would watch mr rogers and then that would put me to sleep for yeah. my nap and he was just so calming and just I think everybody needs a little bit of Mr. Rogers in their life, especially right now. Yeah, it was a good show. Maybe that's what they should play at the impeachment hearings. It's just episodes of Mr. Rogers to well. get everybody to well calm down. It's not going to change anything else. They should play, like, heartbeats and breath sounds in the backgrounds <laughs> of those. Everybody get their Amazon Echo down. and stuff like that and just say, okay, we're having a meditation session right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, but yeah, we played the audio of what's his name, uh, Sedwell, or yeah. is it Sedwell? Uh-huh. Yeah, he farted on air. That was hilarious. Yeah. And didn't care. No, no. Sedwell. Well, he paused like for a brief second when he <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> but um, at least it was a Democrat. <laughs> uh, I was just like. How could he? What happened? I mean, he's just like sitting there talking. Hot, blowing hot air like the rest of them. <laughs> oh, he's lucky it didn't echo, man. Cause that... Does my mic work? Oh, wait. Yeah, you have the mic ones. Yeah, your mic's yeah, good. Yeah, it's but my headphones are not working. Your, I can hear your phone. Oh, really? Probably. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I can change to this one. Yeah, they're hot. Well, Andy, I'll weird. just change to these. Okay. That technical happens. difficulty. We always have technical difficulties. There. There we go. But Ow. um We sure do. Earring stab. Yeah, so when you put headphones on with earrings, the yeah, earrings just go right into hurt. your skull. So you're gonna go see Frozen on We're seeing Friday. Frozen two on Friday. It's which, only um, two? It seems like Frozen twenty two. No. No. Just two. <laughs> I, I know it's been so long and it's been so popular that you'd think. When did I, the first one come out? Like, like six years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, it's where been did I a walk while. into? Oh, I walked into a Target in Philadelphia and like it literally right when you're walking yep. the door. Oh, like Target you're walking is. Into it's the a, movie. Oh, yeah. it's a Frozen <laughs> theme park at this point. I know. Yeah. Dan had to go and do a Target to get some birthday cards for a family birthday party that we had last week and he was like there's so much frozen That's all you stuff. Walk he's the, like i'm you, so glad that fawn's yep. i sat in the car with fawn and sage and i was oh, like she not you know just go what do you mean that it's coming no she does we just oh. didn't want to take her into target and have her be have like her i want this everything. i want this i want this because we don't let her get anything yeah mm-hmm. and so i was just like i'll just wait in the car with them you go get the birthday cards and he's like it's just it's everywhere oh right I when you walk in the door though you're yeah. like in the movie i know yeah, it's, and it's like end caps and olaf everywhere it's yeah. gotta be generating so much money well so much money disney knows how to promote that's for sure, sure but do. we gotta take a quick break we'll be right back after this commercial break tom bernard here and with me is the ceo 
CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Make you sweat, make you Judith Lieberman. Oh. This song will always be timeless. Are the headphones working? Welcome. My headphones weren't working in these either. Although, wait, you're wearing, you're doing... Hello? Yeah, Here I am. There. Welcome yeah. back to the Tom Bernard oh. Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a little late. Sorry. No. I, got a, I got a notice yesterday that I missed that somebody wanted to look at our house. So I got got a mean notice from my real estate agent saying, you need to answer your phone. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. you can't. Well... As an agent, I know how frustrating it is, but you know what? Sometimes people just miss people phone calls, lives. and then you need to keep calling. Yeah, you don't just lives. call once and then, you know, leave Pe- it. People have lives. Yeah, that <laughs> happens. Yeah. People have lives. Putting, I mean, showing your house is such a pain. Showing a house is such a pain. It's really. I mean, I've, I've always felt for my clients, always, but when it's your own house... <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like so horrible. <laughs> Cuz I mean everything's supposed to be perfect. First a stager comes in and tells you that everything you own looks like shit and they hate it and you should go kill yourself they because all, you own they these all things. Say that. Every, sta- yeah. every stager that comes in says says the same thing though. Yep. I mean they don't actually say it but that's what it feels yeah. like when yeah. they've ripped everything you own to shreds. Yeah. They do see, it not very- see how easy it was selling you, me your house. Yeah, it was not easy. Oh, what? Are you kidding it's easier me? Easier than it is now. I almost punched you so many times, <laughs> so many times. Well, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm very, very, very content in that house. It's a very nice place. It, it really is. is. Really nice I, I, I just got home last night. Where in, were you? In Philly. Oh, 
And I just that's, I just wanted to get home and get my stuff, like the, all the pastures in order. And, I know. You really don't want to ever leave. No, it's kinda, you really don't. It's your don't. little slice of it heaven is. out there it in is. the country. You really don't want to leave. Yeah. No. If I didn't... I'm like so against wanting my children to go to the same school and deal with the same people that I did. I would have wanted to live there and raise them there. It was like a really wonderful place to grow up. It, uh, it is a magical, magical place. It really it is. is. And I am getting surrounded by neighborhoods. They're building them everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Even that close to oh, yeah. No, they're going to be across 30? the street soon. Like right. They are not. Yeah, they are. They're coming in from the oh, other side. that sucks. No, because they don't have sewer and water on that road, County Road 13. Uh, uh, no, it's on the other side, though. Yeah. But Lawndale? It's, yeah, it's coming across. Because mm. uh, Dahlheimers and Deans have sold. Yeah. The Dahlheimers did? Mm -hmm. I went to school. Well, there with, were a lot of Dahlheimers. Yeah, there's like five there. But, but, it was, but the big but farmer, they're the all big one, related. he sold because all his sons moved. Oh. So they're all selling. But she, but she, it's so, Dayton has the number one growth, house growth in Minnesota, 4,200 new homes this year. Well, that's because Dayton was so anti-development for so well, long, and it's still Hennepin County. Yeah, and our taxes just went up 10% too. Nice. Wow. Ooh, 10%. But, but everybody in Hennepin County did. Some places went up 17%. Jesus, I know. It's crazy, isn't All it? All of Hennepin County went up double digits, across the board, double now, digits. Wait a minute. I thought we had a surplus. What happened yeah. to our surplus? Yeah, what surplus? Where's the surplus? <laughs> Where is that well, they, surplus? They're, they're buying that million-dollar piece of art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a million-dollar piece of art? Yeah. The city of Minneapolis is buying a million-dollar piece of art. They need, yeah. For what? One $800,000 piece of art from an artist who's not even from Minnesota. Oh, my. So who's, making, who's getting a kickback on that? You are just full of conspiracy theories, uh, but I'm beginning to agree with you. Oh, that's true. Well, they <laughs> I'm are beginning buying to that. feel they, like they, maybe, but they right. are buying that piece of art. They, that's Where are a they fact. putting it? I don't know. You can Google it to come right up. They are. They are definitely buying that piece of art. That's a done deal, and it was eight hundred thousand dollars. So who's? And it's somebody from a different state. So who? How does? How does this happen? I don't know. I guess. I mean, they're... I would be against it even if it was from a Minnesota Minneapolis artist. Or 800 mm -hmm. grand. Did you see that the James J. Hill Library across from the Landmark Center no. is up for sale? No. What? Some, yeah. They're selling that. I always thought what? that was owned by the city. Yeah, I did too. Uh, maybe the city is selling city it. I don't know. But that's that beautiful yeah, exactly limestone building right yeah. there up on the bluff. <laughs> they're selling we it looked to in... pay for the art. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's St. Paul. We looked oh, into it? having our wedding there, but it couldn't hold it. Enough people. Oh, well, they're not. They're not selling the Hill Mansion, the James Hill Mansion. No, that's different. That's, that's I think in a historic trust. Of yeah, some it's kind. private. Yeah, yeah, that thing is enormous. It's beautiful inside I can't too. Even imagine how much money that man had back in the day. Yeah. Wasn't he a railroad guy? Yeah. I think it's reportedly haunted too. Is it? Mm -hmm. Probably. Yes. Most yeah. likely. It'd be know. awesome to do an investigation in there. Oh, I love ghost hunting. <laughs> I, I lived in a really old house for a long time that was the only place that the Civil War was fought in the state of Delaware. It's called Bannard Hall, and uh, i never seen or heard anything. Oh, really? No. It was oh, a wow. big, huge ma mansion like that. It's Maybe there Banner were no Hall. tortured souls. That's and a good it, thing. It all, what, it, what was spooky, though, <laughs> it had all the original furniture from 1832. Wow. Oh, really? All the red crushed velvet grapes and these big paintings of these old ladies that would follow you anywhere you'd walk. Their eyes would follow you. It was pretty creepy. Had the original grand piano in the music room. Were you renting or did you buy it? Neither. I was in a bar. Squatting, at I no, see. I, was in, <laughs> I, was in a, I, I happened to be in a bar at 10 o'clock in the morning picking up a paycheck because my band played there the weekend before. And this old man was sitting in there drinking. 
And I started talking to him, and he said that his grandfather owned that house, and he was from Virginia, and he was there checking on it. And I said, oh, I love that house, because it had two big cannons at the end of the driveway. Oh, really? And I go, oh, I love that house. He goes, you want to see it? I'm like, I would love to see it. So now we're walking through the house, and like a half hour in, he goes, how would you like to live here? I'm like, I would love to live here. <laughs> He's like, I'm looking for somebody to live here so nobody messes the place up. So he took a, oh. wanted a rock and roller in yeah, a house is, filled with the, antiques. I'm the, not sure if his judgment was he a little is, drunk when he... This is at my peak when I was the craziest looking, too. And, <laughs> and you know what? I lived there for a very long time, and I, the place was better when I left than when I moved you in. You didn't have wild parties? I had one party, and... So a painting literally as long as this room, about as wide, as, as high as this right here. Yeah. And it was a, pit, a picture of the Roman Empire after it fell. Uh-huh. And it oh, was literally yeah. 15 feet long, but, but only this high. Uh-huh. And someone stole it. And oh. I called Mr. Wise right oh. away. And I told him that it got stolen. And he wasn't too upset, but he was... He wasn't happy. Nope. And... I had rented out the guest house and a couple of bedrooms. So I was making like a grand a month. Oh, Nick, 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 <laughs> Nick. But he was a really nice man, and and, the, and he did really appreciate. I the house was nicer when I left than when I moved in. I, I fixed everything, got the boiler working and the furnace working and everything. Oh, okay. You know, and I fixed a lot of the windows because it was so old that the glass was getting little pinholes in the top and the bottom of the glass was getting wider because glass is liquid forever. And the, it was busting the wood out of the bottom of the windowsills because it was getting so thick at the bottom. Mm. So uh-huh. I replaced a lot of those window panes that were doing that. And he ended up selling everything in that house for like $2 million, just the, just the stuff in the house. Just the, just the antiques. Yeah. And if I and if I would could go back now, there was a room of a lot, about as big as this room that was all bookshelves, floor to ceiling, and all those books were sixteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds, leather bound, all leather bound. I don't bound. know though. I have books st- oh, kept yeah. their value. Oh, they have yeah. leather bound. In a non-reading books like society, yeah. they, yeah. they're oh, still no. leather bound oh. books that like that yeah. Benjamin Franklin, George Washington pressed. Big yep. money. Yeah, totally. Because I mean, money. yeah, what I'm hearing in the real estate world is not don't even put in bookshelves because uh, nobody has books anymore. Yeah. Nobody wants books. I nobody books. kids no. No we books. Book. Oh my. <laughs> well, I mean, like. <laughs> Fun is there's, seven hundred thousand books. Well, it I'm used, still, like, it used, it used to be that you know you wanted to have a library so that you looked like you were uh, a learned higher class human being. Yeah, now everything's on books are yeah. like books are like guns. They they really hold their value because they're a tool. They're they're oh, you know yeah. So I didn't know the that. right kind of book. Well, leather yeah. bound leather yeah. bound book is big money. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Well, it you I don't know, have and, any of those, so. Well, it's kind of like you know you have those kitsch groups that will collect and stuff like that. It's kind of like that with vinyl now, like vinyl starting to come back I know. and like I the wish original. I had all vinyl. my old records. I got rid a lot of, them of things all. are generational. Like train toy trains have dropped like a rock. Nobody wants to touch a train. Mm-hmm. They're not worth nothing anymore. When then when ten years ago they were worth crazy yeah, money. Yeah, I remember now, when Andy was a now was a they're kid, worth everybody nothing. Everybody wanted toy trains. They're worth nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and dolls are worth nothing. But it's all generational. When that ge- that generation who had a toy train as a kid and they can afford to buy the one they wanted when they're fifty, they're dead. They're mm-hmm. dead now. So then there's there's no market. Yeah, it's all what people like us what we wanted when yeah. we were th- when we were sixteen. Right now we can afford to buy it. So, so what do millennials want? What do you want? Literally want well, I know I noticed a lot of things. Early '80s stuff, like anything that's in the movie Back to the Future, is big money. Like really? that little flip clock that's in that movie, 
Mm-hmm. It's a Panasonic flip clock. Oh, the that one with the little. That flip clock goes for three hundred bucks. Oh yeah. Oh, with the, oh my yeah, God, the my dad down. had one of those. He probably still has it. Three hundred bucks. <laughs> he might still have it. Three hundred bucks. it. No, it might be in the casita. Oh, yeah, I'll have to look for it. I'll tell him he'll he'll be selling that on eBay in a minute. Yeah, oh, three hundred bucks. Sure. That sat on top of our television so, for eons. I just bought a little Casio calculator in the box <clears> at a at a estate sale. I paid a nickel for it. And I put it on eBay for forty and sold it in one second. I'm like, what? I, I sold it too cheap. I looked them up. They all sell for 199 bucks. Oh, jeez. For I'm a like, calculator? Little tiny Casio because it was a special one in the 80s. And it has to be made in Japan, not made in China. And they were in the only made in Japan. The one after Casio and Panasonic all went to made in China, they're not worth anything. But all the Panasonic and Casio that say made in Japan... Really? Tons of money because the millennials wanted that when they were in high school and they couldn't have it. Yeah, like the first calculator watches. It's they're crazy true. money now. I remember having to buy this Texas Instruments calculator. Oh, God, yeah. like a that, crazy. The, the TI there's some that yeah. are. Yeah. There's some that are a thousand dollars today. A thousand. I know. For a calculator, yes. when you've got one on your phone. I know, but it's not that one. <laughs> it brings back memories. They want the one. Well, they can do that because in a lot of colleges, you're only allowed. You can't bring your smartphone and use it as a calculator. You have to use a calculator. Have have a calculator. That's true. That's true. So they know that they can charge insane amounts because they're basically mandatory for a lot of like STEM classes and stuff. Yeah, but if you just go to Target, but I'm Casio, sure you can buy a calculator yeah. for $5. Casio had that gold calculator watch with a stylus that you pulled out of the side. Ooh. And oh, those yeah. are big money, man. God, I hated styluses. All I ever did was lose so them. They were the worst. It was this big in a watch. Uh, it was only that big. I remember horrible. our first foray into the digital world was I bought an Home address pilot? book. Oh. No, it was it was just a digital address book. Cost no money, because I was so sick of you know changing everybody's address and la la la, and I wanted to just keep everybody's on a thing. So I, I entered everybody's. It was a tiny little keyboard. It was <laughs> oh, a pain yeah. in the butt, but it you know it worked. <laughs> Tom, gathering what's so and so's address? I said I don't know. Look in the look in the thing. How do I do that? I said just press on, <laughs> and then. You know, type in the name, and it'll pop up. The address, the phone numbers, everything. Somehow, he presses delete all. Oh, oh no. <laughs> delete all. <laughs> oh, my God. That was our first digital nightmare. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I had an address book that was, like, I don't I know, at least 1,000 people yeah. in there. I went to nothing right into a $3,000 Micron computer in 1991, and it was so ridiculously slow. It was like dial up and taking an hour to see a picture. Oh, I like had tick, tick, yeah. yep. tick, yeah. tick. I tick. had a like, what was that on. Mac that we still yeah, the, have? The Mac Classic. Oh too. yeah, they're it's actually like black and white. It's big, like, and the screen is this you know that, right? big. Really? Like Can I just haul stuff scale? to your house and you sell it for me? Because I can't deal with yeah, any of that. If you got really Mac stuff, it's good money. Oh yeah, we have a Mac Classic too in their garage still. I think. Sad, the sad Mac would sit there with its tongue out, like every other day it crashed. Yeah, reboot it. As long as they're in decent condition. As long as they're in decent shape and they fire up, they command pretty good money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the hardware is fine. It's just I know I have the computer so, itself. It should be in good, good shape. I have so much stuff. Dan and I both have so much stuff in our sitting in our basement that we're like, we really need to put this on eBay. I know. 
so much stuff. Well, we Look, just donated probably three, four hundred pounds worth is, of stuff. This is what I did. Yeah. Well, that's but the I'm whole just thing. saying, if you donate it, you just get the tax write off. Yeah, if you try is, to sell it, it's like a five week I know. thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And people what? coming over to your house? No, yep. thank He's you. Made it. That's my eBay this week. What? Yeah. I sold this one. This I one. See, I need You've made one. over $4,000. This is that guy. Yeah. This is in this what? Week? This ca- yeah, this week. This is that little calculator I sold, the Casio calculator. Oh, my God. Mm. I should have got one on night, but I sold, I bought this for $5. And I got what 30, is it? And I got A precious moment. For it. What is it? Wow. You bought it for $5 and yeah. you got oh, like 35 Oh, like a flea market? Yeah. State sale. How do you know? How do you know? Because I, I know a lot about a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that is See, a good way to make you money. You have to you know to, a lot about a lot of stuff, and you, you can make f- big money. You go to yeah. flea markets and garage sales. But eBay you look for does things. charge people sales tax now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you See, go over $10,000 in a 30 day period, it will send you a tax thing. Yeah. Oh, what a problem See, to have. I, have. I sell and buy a lot of things on Facebook Marketplace. Like, all of Fawn's Christmas but it's all gifts like a dollar. are from Facebook Marketplace. They're, yep. like, cheap. Yeah, and but it's like, I have these... They don't really make I have money. these, like, expensive dresses and shoes and stuff that don't fit me anymore since having two kids. And I'm like, I'm not going to sell them on Facebook for, like, $12. I know. And then I also have things, it's like, we have a steamer that we got for our wedding still in the box never touched it i'm like we need to get rid of it somebody gave us this like wine at home wine preserver thing and we never drink wine at home so i'm it's sat in the box and so i'm like get rid of it but it's just all sitting in the basement because it takes time and energy so much time and all the stuff is photographers Oh yeah, for the cloth backdrops. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. And it's a really nice steamer. And but it, we've just never, it's never oh. been taken out of the box. Or we we need to go to commercial break. Oh, yeah. We'll be back in a moment. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Do we have any guests coming up? What's happening? Next hour. 
this is the one. This is next hour, isn't it? Next hour we have. Oh, did you guys start late? Oh, yeah. No. No. It doesn't. Noon is when we. All right. <laughs> it's one of those. Days. So we're just going to go to estate sales now and make lots of money. That's yeah, what we're that's doing great. with our lives. Well, I know when Dan and I are like, okay, too. at night, we'll put the kids to bed. Because our kids go to bed pretty early. They go to bed between 7 and 7.30. We're like, we'll put the kids to bed, clean up the kitchen from dinner, and then... Like every night, we're like, we'll go downstairs and post some things on eBay. And after cleaning the engine every night, we're like, oh, I was too I tired. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of stuff that I buy that I, I buy to sell, it and then I end up keeping it because it's so nice. I want to. No. F- See, I that's buy- that's the problem. Then you end up with a house full of stuff. No, but I don't. Everything. My house is. I'm a minim- we're minimalist, so our house doesn't full of stuff. But I bought an Italian sleigh bed, solid wood and leather, and it was five thousand dollar bed, brand new. And I bought that bed for 40 bucks. You know, because nobody wants real. It. Nobody no, wants to haul it. They don't want to haul it, and they don't want real quality furniture yeah, anymore. Well, I do. I think this is the, I, I think your age group, the they under 40. Away. They want Ikea. They want, they want the Ikea garbage. Yeah. They yep. want that look. I don't. So they I, don't care I buy, I buy about this bed from quality. an estate sale company, and I couldn't. it was the last day of sale Sunday, and I said, I can't pick it up today because I'm in a car. Can I pick it up tomorrow? They go, yeah, no problem. So I bought it. He goes, the owner will be here tomorrow all day. So I go there, and this lady was so mad. She's like, I hope you enjoy that bed. I paid $5,000 for oh, that bed and did. had it shipped from Italy. Oh. And I bought it for 40 bucks. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that's got to hurt. And it's a gorgeous yeah. bed. I mean, spectacular. I had to get rid of our sleigh bed. We had a beautiful wooden sleigh bed. But Tom, once again, Tom, he used to go to sleep and go to bed and read with wet hair. Oh. oh, so it just the peeled off. Well, it the, didn't get peeled. It just got no, this like wood, black, yeah. weird, yeah, fungus. The wood not fungus, <laughs> but, fungus. <laughs> but like the mold. like the varnish or something. Yeah, yeah it got, all got all gooey. Yeah, mold. And I was like, I, you know, <laughs> you could have had it. Re- Mine, my back's leather. The back's yeah, leather. Yeah, but if you put a if you put well, your wet hair that, on that, that, it's gonna ruin leather. Well, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah well. But this bed's spectacular. And then the other bedroom we have that the upholstered sleigh bed, which I don't like upholstered beds because they hold dust. Oh. And I'm 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 against dust. Anti dust. <laughs> Anti dust. Well, every time I lay in that bed, I get stuffy nose, and I think it's because the dust. dust. Yeah, probably. And I vacuum it. We vacuum it all the time, but I, I just don't like it. It grosses me out. I like things that you can see that are clean. Yeah, I'm I guess against wood. dust. Well, does it have any? See, that's the thing about a lot of that older stuff. It's got the. Does it have carvings or in, you know? Nope. It doesn't have any carvings or anything. Nope. It's smooth. It? The bot, the base, the the footboard is curved, smooth wood, and then the headboard's just all round. But usually there's like some sort of a nope. bead or nope. something, and all nope. that gets it's dusty. Super clean. Oh. There's no carvings. It's okay. all smooth wood. It's a beautiful bed. Spectacular. And even has the plaque. Even has the plaque, brass plaque on the headboard of what city? And I looked it up on Google, and they are like they're like six thousand dollars. Six thousand dollars a used one? No, for the the cheap new from the company. Oh, you can still buy one. Yeah. Oh, they still make that one. Yeah. Really? Well, not that exact one, but the company's still in business. I know. That's, see, that's the whole thing. I mean, I personally just feel like it's better to just give it away and take the tax right off than try to sell it. So we just did with Nancy's car. You heard about Because Nancy. everything I want, or, or I have, nobody wants. Did, did you hear, <laughs> they want to give you, me $10. Were you yeah. hear, did you hear about Nancy's car? Yeah. We yes. told we us about it. We went oil yeah. change, yes. and they didn't put any oil they in it. Yes. And they said, oh, well, sue us. Yeah. 
literally. Oh, well, hey. Really? Yeah, Steve's Auto World in, right up there in Maple Grove. They said, oh, just sue us. We're not going to give you anything. They actually almost called us scammers. I'm like, she made She just got her oil changed. She made it a half a mile. The car's out of oil. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So I, uh, I tried wow. to get junkyards to come buy that car. I ended up giving it to Cars for Kids because nobody would come get it. Mm. Mm. It's a brand new car. My dad just gave away his car. He had an old Lincoln. But this is, an, this is a couple-year-old Honda Accord. Oh, wow. It's a new car. So they just have to put in a new everything when the oil's out? Yeah, the motor locked up. Oh. So I had to go junk it. Yeah. I gave it away. I gave it to Cars for Kids. Can so you claim that on your insurance? Block out and then that's a... You can't, no. Why can't you claim that on insurance? It wasn't your fault. It's yeah, but it's, you'd have to. It's a civil suit, and I'm not going through that. Wow. So you'd probably end up spending it. more money on a civil suit. Yeah, than oh yeah. Buying the car oh yeah. Out. yeah it's not worth it. yeah. I, plus, like the Should talk to Michael Bryant. The aggravation is no. not worth it to me. Yeah. The aggravation is not worth fifty thousand dollars to me. So I'm a, stress isn't worth it to me. I don't care. You can keep the money. Yeah. I'd rather just be peaceful. Yeah, yeah, you'll just make it up on eBay. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. In a month. Well, a couple months. Dave and I find a lot of cool things at, like, Goodwill and stuff that we've sold, you know? Because um, there's, like, people just donate stuff that they don't know what's what it's worth. Yeah, there's a um, resale shop down in Palm Beach called the Church Mouse. I've mm-hmm. been there. Yeah. Oh, People donate. It's been oh, yeah. They're just, they just amazing get, yeah. stuff. They just well, want to get Because they want to take the tax write off. Yeah. You should one, eBay. No, one, that could be your e- big one, eBay. Business. One day a year, they let everybody who lives on the island of Palm Beach get rid of big stuff and put it on the curb. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you. I they used to, do? Yep, I don't know yep. about that day. Oh, yeah. Every Bloomington year, has that. Every year. <laughs> I went to every single year they had it. I was up at 6 a.m., Riding down Palm Beach with your giant with U-Haul. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you no, what. Oh my God! It was Score City. Every house, it was like, like chairs from the 1800s. I'm sure. Like every house, I'd get something amazing, amazing. Yeah. Well, in Bloomington, when I grew up, they have, well, they we call it dumpster diving days, where certain parts <laughs> of it. sections of Bloomington, like one week it'll be very West Bloomington, and then it just kind of moves across the city, yeah. and you would see people out with. And they would come out at like one, two o'clock in the morning, oh, yeah. and they would have like these hats on with lights on the front. Yeah, or they mining some people, hats. Some people mining just hats. do it for scrap metal. Well, you're like, talking they just look pa- for anything that you're they talking can scrap. Palm Beach, though, man. Like, they, they, their cheapest things were a ten grand. Oh, yeah. we used to. Oh, we, you've got forty million, twenty million dollar yeah. and up mansions, yeah, yeah. hundred yeah. million you're dollar. Talking, everything they throw away is worth a couple grand. And well, see what happens is you know. The old man gets a new wife. <laughs> yeah, and she wants to yeah. remodel, and she wants to remodel and bring it all up to her Anything standards. That was and then, the previous and then when that gone. when that marriage is over in five years, yep. they need to get a new wife, and then that one wants to remodel, and yeah, and uh, so on, and so on. I had yeah. a good time in Palm Beach. Too. I lived there for a long time. That's a good time. That's some good people. It is a nice place. It is, it a, is nice a nice place. I could have had a sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have been a walker. Yeah. You know what those are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. see them. Oh, yes. There's the, okay, so on the other side, the old men keep getting married to whoever, you know. Yeah. And the old women who don't actually want to get married, they a lot of times have a gay friend yeah. who's called a walker. Yeah. And he takes her to all of the charity balls yeah. <laughs> and to get her hair done yeah. and to do the shot, you know, get her. And not just gay men. Some straight men do it. And um, yeah. Well, they do. All, the only ones I've ever seen have been yeah. 
they and they're very nice. I mean, they're very nice to them. Yeah. They're you know they they, they, they make sure with, that they don't look yeah. weird or well, they have, yeah. dress like, weird. Do you need a water? They actually, or have, you they actually very nice. have a service for that in Palm Beach. Oh, they actually have a service for that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they have a service for that if you're an older woman and need, you know. Yeah, because they don't they don't want to get married again right. no. a lot of times. They yeah. just want somebody to go to things with. And but yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's yeah. stupid money there. But the, <gasps> the Hamptons is more, though. The One, Hamptons is more. Well, a lot of them spend their summers up yeah, in the, the Hamptons. Yeah, the Hamptons is over the top. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Over the top. It is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I just go down that. I go down Ocean Boulevard, and it's like, what? That's like the Abu Dhabi of America. <laughs> what? <laughs> Then you find out that this one mansion that's like three blocks long, nobody, the owner hasn't been there in five years. Oh, yeah. Just the staff yeah. has been there. I lived there. on Jungle Road, and there's lots of houses. I lived right on the island. There's lots of houses around me that nobody was at for years. Jeez. But the staff is there. They cut all the bushes, oh, like yeah. characters. Yep. Keep and, everything all ready. And, but yeah, just they, in case they want to fly in for the weekend. And they literally trim the bushes to look like stuff and oh, yeah. do the circles. Oh, like, yeah. oh balls, it is. It's beautiful. It's, it's a whole different world. It's like Disney World. Yeah, it is. It's like Disney World. It is. It's just amazing. It's And there's no convenience stores or anything allowed on the island. Oh, there's a Publix. There's a Publix now, but there was no there's no convenience stores and mm, I think there's one gas station. Greens pharmacies yeah, Green's kind pharmacies of a, a little yeah, yeah. a little bit of a Yeah, they got to have the pharmacies there. <laughs> yeah. They make the good tuna Well, there's too. an old-fashioned soda counter in there. Yeah. Oh, I love those. And then yes. one block away. They make really good tuna melts. One they block do. away, one block over the bridge or in the hood. No, There's not really, hug? not anymore. Not anymore, but not, it was not used so to be. much. It used oh, to be. God, yeah. Well, where Donald Trump's bridge is, actually, that area, that yeah, that Cur- no, Curry that, Park, I think no, it's that called. That puts there. you right into downtown, though. Not well, Donald Trump's bridge, not the South Bridge. Oh, the South Bridge. Oh, yeah. the South yeah. Bridge. You're, you're, that's the uh, Southern Boulevard. Yeah, yeah Southern. Southern Boulevard. Yeah. That's kind of. Yeah. Well, you're at the airport. Yeah. That's the airport, Belvedere Southern. So it's kind of yeah. crappy around there. It's a little. I mean, it's it's but getting better. But that's actually the nice end of the island of Palm Beach, though. Yes. That's oh, yeah. actually the nicer end. Yeah. And then, well, and then after you get past Mar-a-Lago, it's, I, it's Condo Road. Well, no, then there's a bunch of more. Yeah, yeah. Rod Stewart's mansion yeah. was there. I, I lived on the third street past Mar-a-Lago. It's called Jungle Road. Yeah, I've yeah. seen Jungle Road. Yeah. I lived in a little bungalow yeah. back there. And then after a while, then it's just like condos, condos, condos. Yeah. So. Oh. I had fun there. I bet. It was fun. I bet. Good memories. You lived on Jungle? Yeah. How'd you afford that? <laughs> What have you been doing? So yeah, eBay is that <laughs> business. You live on jungle? They were my, my rock star days, money. Oh. Well, they used to have those eBay stores where you can bring your stuff and then they would I sell it for yeah, you. Yeah, I saw one somewhere. Where Do was they still that? have Mall those? of America, maybe? I don't know. No idea. Yeah, no, you no. Can, yeah, and you can buy, yeah. I take things on consignment from people. I think now you can bring your stuff from eBay to... The FedEx stores, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Don't they have like an eBay something shipping? I don't know. I take counter? I take stuff on consignment. Oh from people. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it has those... to be quality stuff, though. So what happens with? Okay, so you sell something, you send it to them, and they wreck it and send it back to you, and say you sent this to me wrecked. Uh, well, I have I have take pictures of everything before yeah. you ship it, and then you have insurance on it. Oh. Okay. And and you also have no returns. Because I disclose every single flaw in every piece, and I'm a five-star seller. Yeah, if you have picture so proof no, of what you sent out, I have they no can. bad yeah. reviews, so they can't really fight it. And, and eBay will go for the seller before the buyer. Um, they protect you. Oh, because there is crazy people who have remorse and they say, "Oh, I don't want to buy this anymore." Yeah. So uh, they have to really prove the damage, and, and 
that nowadays, like UP, I use USPS, and they literally have proof that the, when they put that package in, in that person's hand, it wasn't damaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. it's pretty hard to... And you don't get I that just, many when you're dealing I with high end stuff. You don't really get that many problem people. You really I know, don't. but you're still dealing with people. You are. You are. <laughs> no, you are. People will cause problems if they can. I agree 100. percent I just had some of this artwork. I had you know it was from a high end artist, Bob Zolf, and they're like, we want you to unframe it, and we want to see that the bottom of these have these this number on mm. it. Oh. So now they were framed by Bob Zolf, and they're really screwed together frames. They're oh, not just yeah. frame frames. They're like handmade frames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they, and they don't want the frames. So I'm like, well, if I take it apart for you and they don't have the numbers, I'm kind of screwed. Yeah. You know? Right. Because I'm not putting it all back together. This is a big production yeah. here. It's like making it all over again. But I did do it. I did take it apart. Luckily, they had the numbers <laughs> and the guy bought them. <laughs> Oh, and then I suppose you sold the frames because they were his frames. And then, and then uh, he actually was friends with Bob. Oh. They went back to California where I got him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I guess there's I I, I like it when n- nice and uh, you know like meaningful merchandise finds a good home. No, it finds it goes <laughs> yeah. back home. Oh, to not to the artist. Yeah, he's friends with him. Yeah, he but lives right down the street. Oh, so okay. it's like going back home. I like oh. I like to, to find the things that the place where the things belong. Oh, I think of all that old stuff, like in you know the farms that they brought over from the old country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have know. a German a German hay fork hanging on my wall right when you come into the front room from the kitchen on that little wall, mm-hmm. and it's from the it's like sixteen hundreds. And it's really cool made. It looks, it's pretty evil looking. <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it is. It's, it's evil looking. Wall. Like the tips are all metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty. But the rest of it's wood. One mm. piece of wood. Oh, so it was a big wow. hay fork. Yeah, but it's all one piece of wood, and mm. the tips are all the like, evil metal looking, like like medieval days. Oh. But it was from Germany. I don't know. I just I didn't think anybody wanted that kind of stuff anymore. I thought oh, I everybody love. just wanted my my junk. my TV stand. <laughs> my TV stand to. is a luggage cart from the from the early part of this century, like 1910, for the railroad. A luggage cart. Yeah, that they pushed luggage on. Yeah. Wooden with the cast iron wheels with the oh. poles. That's my TV stand. And my, I did have I did have a coffee table that was the big bellows from the forge factory in downtown Minneapolis, the big giant bellows that pumped air. Oh, cool! That was my coffee table, but somebody offered me stupid money for it. I everything in my house I'll put on eBay for like ten grand <laughs> and see if somebody buys it, and they do. Oh, that's All right. crazy! Oh. We're out of time. We're done with this hour. We'll be back with the second hour. And in... we have a guest coming up, Betty Maxwell, I believe her name oh, is. Cool. All right, we'll be back.